Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
put your hands together for the choir, amen. Wow, the choir is taking us to heaven via Lagos, amen. One of the lines, said, God doesn't take long, and I was wondering, I think it's long, doesn't take long. Uh-huh. So God doesn't take long, okay. Put your hands together for the Lord. Tell your neighbor there's always something happening in the Kodesh. Tell your neighbor there's always something happening in the Kodesh. I am glad to announce to you that starting this Friday, every last Friday of the month, we are going to have an all-night prayer meeting here. Amen. Hallelujah. We used to call it, you may scream, but I believe the Lord is bringing fresh direction. So now these all-nights are called Night of Recovery All-Night. Amen. So this will be our maiden night of recovery. Uh, it will begin at 10 p.m. It will end at 4 a.m. Come, let's pursue, overtake, and recover all that the enemy has stolen from us and be restored back to where God has ordained for us to be. Amen. So once again, it's 10, 8, 10 p.m., I beg your pardon, this Friday. Well, this morning, we are blessed once again to have one of God's special gifts to the body of Christ in our nation and to the world He has preached all over the world. And anywhere he goes, he leaves his fragrance there. Today, the choir took us to Nigeria. But this man of God, he will take us to the throne room of God. First service, stand to your feet. And let's welcome Bishop Eddie Faber! Put your hands together for Jesus. Bishop Oko, I'll get you. I'll get you. Please put your hands together for Bishop Oko Bote Doku. Hallelujah. Well, are you excited to be here this morning? It looks like a beautiful Sunday morning. And so it's going to be a beautiful Sunday. Sunday is always a victorious day. Because when we think of our Savior rising, it gives us always an assurance of the victory that we have in Christ. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Remember the all night is coming on, night of recovery from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. on Friday. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. 
It's going to be a powerful time. And every last Friday of the month, we're going to have it. We need it. We need it in the church. So let's all come. We're coming from our zones everywhere to come and pray. Amen. So let's encourage everyone to come and pray. It's going to be a powerful day. You will recover all that the enemy has stolen from you. Well, we want to take our memory verse for this morning, and then we will be moving on. Today is one of the Inele Koko type of uh, <laughs> memory verse. Luke chapter 5 and verse 32. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. Can we take it together? Ready, go. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. It's too nice, isn't it? Okay. Let's take it one more time. Go. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. This one, I think we should take it off. Ah. Okay, let's take it. Ready, go. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Luke chapter 5, verse 32. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we pray, Father? We are so grateful for this beautiful Sunday morning. Thank you for your presence. We can feel your presence in this place. We thank you, O God, that our lives will not be the same again. We thank you that by your love and by your touch, our lives are transformed. Today, as we hear your word, May we be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We pray that your spirit will come and quicken us and guide us into all truth. I pray that anybody who came here discouraged will be encouraged this morning. Anybody who came here fearful will be bold this morning. We thank you, O God, for your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Turn with me to Ezekiel chapter 16. It's still a month of love, so we're just, we're just flowing. We will, we will come back to our talk on greatness with Isaac and all that, but we will still, we'll, there's, also, there's also something leading you to greatness. You will find out. Amen. I believe that the reason why it's even called greater love is because it's a love that makes you great. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 16 from verse 1. We're reading a fairly long scripture, but I think it's good. You'll be blessed by it. Again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. And say, Thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite. And thy mother an Hittite. And as for thy nativity in the day thou was born, thy navel was not cut. Neither was thou washed in water to supple thee. Thou was not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. None I pity thee to do any of these unto thee, to have compassion upon thee. 
but thou was cast out in the open field to the loathing of thy person in the day that thou was born. And when I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thy own blood, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. Yea, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field, and thou hast increased and waxing great. I told you, love will make you great. And thou art come to excellent ornaments. Thy breasts are fashioned, and thine hair is grown, whereas thou was naked and bare. Now when I passed by thee and looked upon thee, behold, thy time was the time of love. And I spread my skirt over thee and covered thy nakedness. Yea, I swear unto thee and entered into a covenant with thee, saith the Lord God. And thou becamest mine. Then washed I thee with water. Yea, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee. And I anointed thee with oil. I clothed thee also with broidered work and shot thee with badger skin. And I gathered thee about with fine linen. And I covered thee with silk. I decked thee also with ornaments. And I put bracelets upon thy hands. A chain on thy neck. And I put a jewel on thy forehead. May every husband be able to say that about your wife. That I put a chain on your neck. I put this. I put this. Oh, it's too nice. He said, thou was decked with gold and silver. And thy raiment was of fine linen. And silk and broidered work. Thou didst eat fine flour and honey. Your meal is about to change in the name of Jesus. And oil. And thou was exceeding beautiful. And thou didst prosper into a kingdom. And thy renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty. For it was perfect through my comeliness, which I had put upon thee, saith the Lord God. Wow. What a scripture. Hallelujah. Well, this morning, last week we talked about greater love, isn't it? This morning, I want to continue by talking about demonstration of greater love. The demonstration of greater love. Hallelujah. Amen. Beautiful. Is that Penthi? Oh. Okay, there's somebody that looks like Penthi. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Well, now, the love of God is a great love. I think last week we read from John 15 verse 13, where the Bible says that greater love has no man than this, that a man will lay down his life for his friends. So, God's love is a love that is great. Ephesians, 5, Ephesians 2 verse 4 says that he has loved us with great love. So, the love of God is great. It's a love that will make you great at the end of the day. If you allow him to love you, hey, he will make you great. Yesterday I was telling a certain sister, the way she was behaving, her husband, I said, allow your husband to love you. Ah, sometimes you find some sisters, they are trying to love you, you won't allow yourself to be loved. Allow. Allow your husband to love you. You will be amazed at the greatness that you will have in your life. Sisters, are you listening? And there's a small problem that you become some way in the house. So we have to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. But this is your savior. The one who has come to save you. You have to relax to be loved. 
Oh, anyway, I don't know. I'm not talking about that. But, um, but in 1 John 3, 1, we were asking that, what manner of love is this? It's a type of love that you cannot easily find anywhere. And we are looking at it and we want to learn from it because Bible says that Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, it says that we should walk in love just as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us. So we are just looking at the love of Christ and we are trying to walk in it. But we want to also see the way God demonstrated this love to us. Last week, I gave you three characteristics of this greater love. Number one, I said Romans 5 verse 8, that God demonstrated his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. And then John 3, 16, 17, it's a love that gives, it's a love that um, saves, and then it's also it's a love that doesn't condemn you. Amen. Amen. And then thirdly, we said, Jeremiah 31, verse 3, it's a love that is everlasting. And not a love that is there today, then tomorrow you say, I've been thinking. No. When God says he loves you, he loves you. Amen. Through and through. Hallelujah. Allow yourself to be loved by God. You'll be amazed the levels. Oh, we didn't introduce the couple today. Wow, looking beautiful. Please put your hands together for... Can you stand and give the church a wave? Wow. Greater love has no man than his love. I'm singing for you, I tell you. It's too powerful. How was last night? Very powerful. No, no. It was powerful. We will talk later. Please put your hands together for them. Anyway, so we looked at all these things about the love that God gives to us. But today we want to continue um, Ezekiel chapter 16. I started last week, but I didn't go into it. And we read from verse 1, God talking to Ezekiel to talk to the children of Israel and the people of Jerusalem. He said, show them their abominations and their mistakes. But in spite of all that, God was prepared to show love to them. And in verse 4, he shows us something. You know, for you to be able to receive greater love, you must also be ready to also pay a price. It's true that greater love will die for you and all that, but there's something you also have to do. When you read verse 4, it says that, as for thy nativity in the day thou was born, thy navel, or other versions say, thy umbilical cord was not cut. You see, your umbilical cord is the thing that connects you to your mother. When a baby is in the womb, there must be a certain connection to the mother so it can receive uh, nourishment, everything, oxygen. So it passes through the cord. So you find that that's the link to your mother and to li- the link to your whatever, past or whatever. So when you are born, as soon as the child is born, they cut that thing to show that now you are also on your own to move on. So when they cut it, then it's like we have cut off the link to the past and the things that we had before so that we can move on. 
Are you there? They started to go back home. So in this scripture, the Lord said, tell them that the reason why their life is the way it is is that when they were born, they didn't cut that link, that connection to their past. And so it is making it difficult for them to be loved. It's making it difficult for them to walk in a way so that they can receive the love of God. And I find many people, as I counsel, I find that there are people who are still linked to the past. And the things in the past are really affecting you in your marriage, in your relationships, even in your walk with God. Sometimes it could be some kind of habit that you had. Maybe you used to watch pornography. And it has made you have a certain mind about sex and all that. It has affected you in the marriage. Maybe something you, you went through when you were growing up. The way you were treated by your father. Yesterday I was just talking, I think on Friday I was talking to somebody. He said, they said when they were growing up, an uncle raped her. In fact, slept with her several times. She's trying to push the thing back, but every time she has flashback. It's a problem. She's never mentioned it before. The thing was hunting her. Eventually, when they took her to psychiatric hospital, that's when it came out. That this thing has been there. The mother didn't know about it. Nobody knew. She hasn't told anybody. So all these things will affect you. If we don't cut ourselves from it, it will affect you. And a lot of people have things in the past that is pulling you back. Even some relationships you had, it is over. Move on. But you find some people still, you are still thinking about Johnny. Johnny in the past. Where's my Johnny? I wish I had Johnny. It's past and gone. Let it go. You are even in this relationship, you have another friend so close somebody of the opposite sex, you have this type of relationship, it affects what you are in. You need to cut it. When you cut it, it helps you to now focus on this one and work on this one. I don't know whether I'm speaking to somebody. But that's the price that people have to pay. But a lot of people don't want to pay that price. Because sometimes it's also nice when you're having all those things that you were having in the past. But if you want to walk with God, you want to enjoy the work of God, then you need to cut those things. Latest couple. I don't know who are the people who are in the past, but now that you have hair, brother, decide that no more all these type of links to other people so you can concentrate on hair. Yeah. Because now when you marry, you begin to see things you never saw before. Yeah. Because all the time, when you are walking and you are in a relationship, it's like you are on a certain cloud. Then when you marry and you go to the room and you take off clothes and everything, you look and say, hey, Asuma, this is how Yeah, this is how it has been all along. This is how it has been. Then you begin to say that, oh, maybe this one was better. Maybe, hey. What you have is a white one. May you stick to that one. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. 
So cut it. I don't know what you need to cut off. But decide today. Let the Spirit of God speak to you. That this is the thing that is affecting me. Even to walk with God and to receive the love of God. There is something that is hindering me. Yeah. Some people can't them. Maybe because of something maybe a man of God did to you. Yeah. So based on that, your mind is that I don't see why God, I don't understand. Me, this thing, I can't think far. It's not me. I said God loves you. Tell somebody God loves you. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that that thing was not cut. And today we want to cut everything. So we can move on. Then he went on to say, verse 5, he said, None I pity thee to do any of these things, to have compassion on you. Nobody liked you. Nobody was interested in you. As you were there, nobody. See, that's why when you are a wife also, and you have somebody who says, I like you. You see, because for a man to walk to a woman and say, I like you, he has done a lot of thinking, analysis, compared, contrast, <laughs> question, analyze, question and answer. If I or you know, fine. So many things before the guy decides that I am coming. So as you have also been chosen, nobody was coming and this person has come. You should also behave as somebody who has been chosen. You shouldn't be. But it's why people is like, I would have been married anyway. I see a lot of ladies, very pretty ones, who are not married. Yesterday I was talking to a lady, the way she was behaving. I said, listen, you are sitting here, you are married, you are not happy about your marriage. The story could have been different. Because I have some ladies like that, who are there, 30, 32, they are not married, and they are waiting, and they are asking, oh, when, oh, when, when, oh, when. One lady actually said to me, she says, I feel so lonely. That's the text that she sent to me. I feel so lonely. I said, your message would have been that. But every night you have somebody praying by you. You will not be happy and praise God and thank God. Look at the way you are behaving. Put your hands together for Jesus because I want to talk to some sisters who don't appreciate what they have. Nobody pitied you. Nobody. You may think that, oh, this because nobody didn't find anything about you. Yeah. Sometimes I used to think that, oh, if somebody is beautiful, everybody will like. But I find that it's not so. If somebody too doesn't like that one. <laughs> yeah. Beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. Then you look at another person, you wonder that, why would this? Ah, I like that one. <laughs> so, verse 6 says that. He said, when I pass by you, <laughs> I saw you. It doesn't happen naturally. People don't see. You see, even this scripture, we can even use it for soul winning. That when we pass by souls, do we see them? We don't. We pass by them. This is a soul who can be won. Somebody is sitting by you in the taxi, in the trotro. This is a soul, but you don't see him. You don't see her. As a soul that must be won. You just think about where you are going. But God said, me, when I pass by you, oh, I had an interest in you. 
You were looking somewhere, you were something, but I liked you and I loved you and I wanted to give my life for you. I thought you would put your hands together for Jesus. I didn't care how you were looking in all your blood and abominations and everything. I still liked you. Oh, I like that song that uh, I gained an interest. Um, and come shoes and interest. Put the words there. The Savior's blood died He for me. Died He for me. To love, amazing love, amazing love. How can it be that thou, my God, choose that for? Or maybe prophet, or maybe the, the person has also you have to have an interest in you. Yeah. That why should God be interested in me? Why? What is it about me? The psalmist said that what is man? That thou art so mindful of him. He said, look at all the things you have created. How can you be mindful about this small thing? That is there. But God said, I am interested. I am interested in you. Oh, I'm speaking to somebody here. God is interested in you. That's the demonstration of greater love. That whoever you are and whatever you are going through, God is interested. People think that God is not interested in me. Who said that? Who said that? You will not be seated here by now. If God was not interested in you, you would not be where you are today. But God is so interested in you, he sent somebody to find you and talk to you about him. He is interested. 
impossible. You see, greater love is able to show interest in somebody. And, and I'm just saying this because I just felt that I should say it. Sometimes you feel that you cannot love somebody. But it's possible to love somebody. It's possible. It doesn't matter the problems. You see, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is the scripture that really defines what love is. Love is not a feeling. People say, oh, love is a feeling you feel when you feel a feeling you have never felt before. But when I read 1 Corinthians 13, there's no feeling anywhere. <laughs> In verse 8 of 1 Corinthians 13, it starts by saying that love never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it will vanish. Then look at verse 9. Verse 9 says that for we know in part and we prophesy in part. Verse 10. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. So, and then he went on to say that when I was a child, I speak as a child, blah, 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 understood as a child. But now that I'm no longer a child, I'm thinking like a grown-up. Love is supposed to be the thing that should overcome all the imperfections of life. So the Bible says that when that which is perfect is come. So, so long as we are on this earth, what we have is never perfect. And it will never be perfect. <laughs> Let that soak in. Your husband will never be perfect. Your wife will never be perfect. What you need is love. Greater love to overcome the imperfections. <laughs> that is why love has been given to us. And you can ask the wives, you can ask the husbands whether they are, they are perfect. When you see somebody's marriage moving on and all that, it's not because that everything is perfect though. If I had a good marriage doesn't mean that everything is perfect. It just means that in spite of the imperfections, we have decided to still move on. Then greater love is being demonstrated. That is the love of God. That in spite of your imperfections. So he begins to list the imperfections. Verse 4. He said, love is patient, isn't it? Love is patient. Now, it means that you will miss situations where your patience will be tried. It means that you meet things that will make you have to be patient with the other person. And I'm telling you, it's one of the things that a lot of people are not able to do, to be patient with somebody. To wait for the person to also try and mature and come to the place where you are. It's a very difficult thing. Because you are expecting that the person should be able to do something at a certain time, but the person is not able to do it. So love says that no problem. 
I know you are not able to do it, but I'm still ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to wait for you to get to that point. If you have a wife who cannot cook in a certain way, will you be patient with her to plan? You have a wife who doesn't dress in a certain way. Will you be patient with her? Yeah. That's why Jesus gave that parable of a man. He said that the, king, the man owed, owed the king a lot of money. And then the king said, come and pay your money, whatever. And he said, be patient with me, O king. I will pay you all. Yeah. And that's, what, that's how it is. Sometimes if you are patient a little, you will see that the person will grow up and mature. In the night, she's not able to perform the way you're expecting her to perform. But be patient with me. I will pay you all. As a church, we are always patient with you. As pastors. We are always, because some of you are some way. As an person, are you the reason why this message is coming? Because God has been patient with you, but you are not patient with other people. Because this man, when he told the king, be patient with me, I'll pay. The king said, okay. Then he, somebody was owing him. He was owing one million cities. And the person was owing him one city. Bible says he held the person. He took the person and his wife and his children. He put them all in prison. We have been patient with you. In your somewayness. Be patient with me. I will pay you all. You just relax. You just relax. I remember when we got married, my, my mother used to cook some type of garden egg stew. I don't know whether you know that garden. You cut it small, 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 small. Then they will cut uh, okra, a hybrid. Hey, Bishop Oko, you know that thing. Then she will make some soft bangkun, very hot and soft. Yeesh. I can imagine it now. So you see. When you take the banku in there, there's a feeling in the food. But listen. (laughs) You know, I was telling my wife that there's a type. When she was growing up, they also had a way of making. So there's a way, my mother, that I like that style. You know. And as we went back and forth, I realized that the thing was becoming this thing. You see, but I had to be patient with her. One day, she just got up and she went to my mother. She said, I hear you make some type of garden next to you. With, I'm here to learn. I want to hybrid to you. I want to see how it's done. Then she really said, listen, do everything. Okay. So she came to also work on it. Beginning, it was not the same. But, but gradually, being patient with her. I saw that she was approaching it. Appro- Today she has overcome it. Hey! She makes it for me. It's not easy. But that's greater love. To be patient with a person. But your patience will be tried. A lot of people cannot stand it. That's why the Bible says that through faith and patience. We inherit the promises. We have the faith, but we don't have the patience. (laughs) Love is patient. 
even when he gets to a point, the Bible says that the king, he said to the man, you know what? Hey, don't even pay again. I've canceled everything. Because there are times, as you are patient and patient and patient, you realize that, I don't know, it won't work. It won't work. If I, if I, if I try to, I, 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 you see, true love doesn't force somebody to change. True love will bring the best out of the person, the same way the person is. That's true love. That's true love. But many times we want the person to change, we want the person to become like this and be like this. And you see, the thing is not changing. The man realized that this guy, the way he owes me, if I give him even thousand years, he will not be able to pay. He said, you know what? Write it off. Some of you need to write some things off. You are holding on to some things too much. That's why you can't love. Write it off. Write it off. Write it off. This thing, it cannot be paid. You, you will not be able to give it. I've been patient and all that, but it's still not working. I write it off. But we hold on to it. We hold on to it. That's why. Love is patient. Can you be patient? Some versions say, love suffers long. Not just suffering. Suffering is one thing that we are talking about. A lot of people are not prepared to suffer. Let alone the long. You go in the thing, one, two... These days you see people, they marry one or two th- Reverend or two, they say they, 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 they want out. We are leaving. Hey! So even our parents who were not born again in a certain way that we think that they should be, they went through. They suffered through. They were there. It doesn't matter what happened. They were in it. Yeah, you, you see the father has gone to bring another child, but they are still there. <laughs> they are moving. Everybody is in the house. They are suffering long. You see people, what, what kind of this thing? No, me, I can't be in such a marriage. I'm going. You are going where? Where are you going? You don't understand. I'm talking about greater love. Greater love. Greater love. <laughs> love is kind. That means that you will have to be kind to people who have not been kind to you. Hey. If you have never been there before, you understand what I'm saying. That you have to show kindness to somebody who is not showing kindness to you. That is greater love. Hey, oh, no, 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 no. Not this one. Not this one. Somebody actually told Bishop Saki, have you seen the devil before? Bishop Saki said, no. He said, come and see my husband. My husband is the devil. Now, if you see your husband as the devil, can you show kindness to him? Yeah. Your husband is treating you in a certain way. You will never, in the night, you will go and wear jeans, tight jeans, you put belt on it. It's like, I am going to show you that I have something that you need. But, greater love says that I will show you kindness. Even though you are not showing me kindness. 
That's greater love. When God demonstrated his love to Jerusalem, he said, you have all your issues, but I still want to love you the way you are. I don't mind. Love is patient. Love suffering. Love is kind. Envy it not. Can be envious of people. When there's no love, you just envy. And when you begin to envy, it leads to murder. You'll be amazed. All these things are there. But God, he rather wants to see us do well. By the time he's through with you, you are looking better than you started. Oh, I declare that by the end of this year, the greater love of God is going to lift you higher. Vaunted not itself. It's not puffed up. Pride. Pride. Too much pride. It's killing relationships. Greater love is prepared to humble himself. A lot of times, the fault is never me, it's you. Every time it's the other person. Why don't you say that the fault is me? Yeah. One man of God, he was having problems with his wife. He prayed to God to change his wife. God said, I can't change your wife until I've changed you. I have to change you first. You must be the first to change. When you change, it's easier for the other to change. But you want the other to change first, it will not work. Too much pride. Find people too proud. In the marriage, you see some men too proud. Meanwhile, I don't have anything to. When they serve you food, I won't eat. What is it? Meanwhile, you're hungry. Pride. Put away your pride. <laughs> Let's close. Verse 5 says that. He said, it doesn't behave itself unseemingly in a way that you shouldn't. Doesn't seek its own. There are certain behaviors. Sometimes when we see you, we wonder that you are the person behaving this way. No. A person with greater love doesn't behave this way. Amen. He said that does not seek her own. Every time it's me, 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 myself, and I. But what about the other person? Greater love is not about you, it's about others. It's about others. It's about others. If God was thinking about himself, you would not be here today. Greater love says that I must think about other people. What can I do? Not easily provoked. Yeah? That one. Some people you are, when is this? Me, I am one plug. Me, I am five. You can be five or ten. Listen. Greater love doesn't become easily provoked. We get angry once in a while, but easily. Anything we do, you are angry. This, this, this. Why? Oh. I don't know why you are quiet, but. Some of you, the reason why nobody can love you, because the way you get angry, provoked easily. Look at you, say, hey, Charlie, this one, dear me, I can't stay with this one. They'll leave you and go. Learn it. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there's no law. Have it. Walk with it. Walk with it. Quickly, let me finish. 
Then he said, it's not easily provoked. Then what? Hey. It's what? Oh, we are still on verse 5. It's not easily provoked. Think and no evil. Greater love will not think evil about you. Have good thoughts. Yes, there is somebody sent me at this thing. He said, he said if, if, if wives can believe. <laughs> you see, he said, can you imagine when Jonah came back from the, this thing that the fish has swallowed him? And he came to tell his wife that I was swallowed by a fish. Swallowed by what? A what? No. You'll be thinking evil that no, he has gone to be with another woman. That's why. It doesn't make sense. How can you be swallowed by a fish? But it happened. <laughs> yes, Air Force pilot. <laughs> now you are going to that story. We're not close today. <laughs> Think and know evil. Verse 6. It says that rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Don't bear record of evil. Don't keep it. 7 says that quickly. Beareth all things. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Endureth. God has endured a lot of things with you that you are seated here. But you, you can't endure. You can't handle it. One lady says she no longer sleeps with her husband in the bedroom because the husband snores too much. I said, that's what you two got. There are some things you will never know till you marry. You will never know about the snoring. It comes at 2 a.m. And at that time, you are not with him. Hey. She said the snoring, he starts from treble. And then he goes to auto. And then he goes to tenor. And then bass. He'll be rocking the whole house. He said the snoring is so bad that the children will wake up from their room. They come and shake their daddy. Daddy, 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 wake up. Daddy, you are disturbing us. But greater love endures all things. Greater love bears all things. I pray that God will grant you greater love. May you walk in that greater love. May you endure. May you overcome. May you become great this year. Because you are walking in greater love. Hey, my time is up. Stand to your feet. Let's close. Put your hands together for Jesus. Mandarababu shetabayanara. And can it be? That I should gain an interesting Savior's love. Died he for me who caused his pain. To that pursue amazing love, amazing love. How can it be that my God should die for me? Amazing love. Amen.
sin love. How can it be? How can it be? Oh, that my God should stand for me. This morning, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, that amazing love is here for you. God wants to show you his amazing love. He wants you to experience it. He has interest in you. Today, maybe somebody invited you. You are not born again. You have not received this kind of love before. But God said, I want to show you this love. If you open up your heart to me. Today, every head bowed, all eyes closed. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus. You want to experience this kind of love. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand. Let it go up. Let it go up. Let it go up. God bless you. Don't let it stay down. God bless you. I see your hand. Today is the day of salvation. Today, of God, today is the day of God's love. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Please come to me in front here. Come all the way. I'm going to pray with you. My sister over there, come. My brother here. Sister on the side, my brother, clap for them. Come all the way to Jesus. My sister will lift up her hand over there. Come to Jesus. Come all the way from the back. Oh, keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Oh, yes. Amazing love. Amazing love. How can it be? Oh, yes. We surrender it all to Jesus. Come all the way. Oh, my Lord, for me. My brother, come. Come to the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. So beautiful. So beautiful. Let me join you as we pray together. I want you to lift up your two hands as a sign of surrender. And just pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for demonstrating your love by dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. 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 God bless you. Please stand to your feet. God bless you. Listen, see our pastor waving his hand. He's going to talk to you. He'll give you a book. We're going to be teaching you from this book. It will help you to walk with God. You will do well. Very soon, you become pastors doing the work of God. Amen. So God bless you. Please follow our pastor as he waves his hand and uh, he's going to talk to you. Go this way. Go this way. Clap for them as they go. Wow. You see, what we have put in place now is a system that when you give your life to Christ, if you are good because... In about two years or so, you become a pastor. 
Yeah. So, I think that some of us, we've been around for so long, we need to go through the training, become pastors and do the work of God. Put your hands together for Jesus. And you may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.